This is the American Medical Association's COVID-19 Update podcast. This is part of an ongoing series featuring critical insights from the physicians and healthcare professionals on the front lines of the pandemic. Hello, this is the American Medical Association's COVID-19 Update. Today, we're talking with Dr. Adi Gao, the AMA's Vice President of Ethics in Chicago about the ethical consideration of vaccine mandates for healthcare workers. I'm Todd Unger, AME's Chief Experience Officer in Chicago. Dr. Gao, thanks for joining us. Uh, not surprisingly, this whole idea of returning to the office is a big topic of discussion, you know, broad scale across all employers. Why don't we just start by talking about, you know, what are some of the ethical considerations, you know, broadly across all sectors that employers need to think through uh, in regard to decisions like this? So, During normal times, Todd, employers have responsibilities to their employees, customers, and depending on the company to their investors. During this pandemic, however, employers have to make decisions that not only have business and financial implications for their stakeholders, but also in the case of employees and customers have personal health consequences. And some employers see mandating COVID vaccinations for employees as an appropriate occupational health strategy while allowing for medical and non-medical exemptions. Uh, AMA's position is that uh, non-medical exemptions such as religious or philosophic objections to vaccinations endanger the health of the unvaccinated individual and those whom the individual comes in contact with. So the AMA supports legislation eliminating non-medical exemptions from immunizations. It's also worth noting that a recent survey by the Harvard School of Public Health found that 53% of respondents were in favor of employers requiring all their employees be vaccinated against COVID-19. Probably no surprise though, there is a partisan difference with 64% of Democrats favoring such a requirement while 56% of Republicans are opposed. These findings uh, would suggest that employers in so-called red states face greater opposition to COVID vaccine mandates than in blue states. And that's a tough challenge. I mean, especially what we're seeing right now in a lot of red states uh, where this, you know, experience of the unvaccinated population uh, is very, very different than what we're seeing with vaccinated groups. Um, So you're talking, you know, more broadly across different sectors. Let's zero in a little bit on healthcare workers in particular. Should they be held to a higher, different standard uh, than other workers? Yeah. So first, do no harm is a core ethic for all those who care for the sick and injured. So yes, I think that physicians and frankly, all those working in the healthcare system have a fundamental obligation to patients by getting vaccinated for preventable diseases such as COVID-19. Both the AMA and the American Nurses Association have called on all healthcare professionals to get their COVID-19 vaccinations to protect their patients and themselves. And and a recent uh, AMA survey found that more than 96% of physicians reported having received 
the COVID-19 vaccine. So it's good to see that the great majority of my colleagues are setting an important example and practicing what we've been preaching. That is uh, very heartening to hear that news. Um, so it is kind of surprising given, you know, do no harm as, a, as the underpinning, of, uh, you know, th this field that we've seen cases in which hospital workers have sued administrators for mandating vaccinations, including a you know, really high profile case in Houston. You know, what are the implications of this? Yeah, so you're right, Todd. Uh, a Texas federal court recently sided with a Houston hospital that required workers to get a COVID-19 vaccine. And, and more than 100 workers at Houston Methodist Hospital who had been put on leave without pay for refusing to accept a hospital supplied vaccination filed a lawsuit claiming their suspension and potential firing constituted wrongful termination. A, a U.S. district judge, however, rejected the case, arguing in a June 12th ruling that if the hospital's um, employees didn't want to receive a COVID-19 shot, they were free to work elsewhere. It's also kind of surprising because, you know, aren't there precedents already for mandating vaccine uh, or vaccination among the healthcare workforce? You're right. An annual flu shot, for example, has long been required by hospitals for its employees, as are immunizations for measles, hepatitis B, and other infectious diseases. And over the decades, healthcare employees have filed dozens of legal cases against those requirements. But like the Texas hospital case, courts have routinely dismissed, uh, dismissed them. And a lot of those, uh, you know, things that you just mentioned, they're highly transmissible and already require vaccinations. And so something like COVID, it's surprising to see, you know, similar resistance. Um, that goes up against, you know, back to different states, different opinions. Some states are enacting laws now uh, limiting mandatory COVID-19 shots. How's that uh, apply to that healthcare workforce? Yeah, so at least six states have enacted new laws limiting mandatory COVID-19 shots. Uh, fortunately, many of these states uh, uh, have uh, not prohibited employers uh, from requiring workers to get a vaccine, but do carve out an exception for healthcare and public health workers. Uh, these uh, new laws, however, only further contribute to politicizing a public health emergency that should not be a red versus blue or a left versus right issue? Uh, uh, well said. The uh, other kind of issue that I've heard, and I think I heard it connected to armed forces first, was this idea that the vaccines in the US were authorized by the FDA, FDA under an emergency use authorization or EUA. Should healthcare systems be kind of waiting for full approval before making vaccines mandatory? Yeah. I mean, that's a good point. Uh, in June, the AMA adopted a position that recommends COVID-19 vaccine mandates be implemented only after a vaccine has received full approval from the FDA. So as you mentioned, uh, COVID uh, vaccines in the US are currently administered under emergency use authorization 
but we've seen very strong real world efficacy and safety data. And we've given COVID uh, vaccines to nearly 70% of the US adult population. And its safety and efficacy are holding up well, even against the variants that have emerged. So COVID vaccines from Pfizer, BioNTech, and Moderna are expected to receive full approval from the FDA in the coming weeks and months. And having COVID-19 vaccines fully approved by the FDA should help to get some people who are currently on the fence get vaccinated. You took care of the nation. It's time for the nation to take care of you. The AMA stood by America's physicians and patients during the pandemic, and we're not stopping there. We're fixing prior authorization, leading the charge on Medicare payment reform, supporting telehealth, fighting scope creep, and reducing physician burnout. It's time to rebuild, and the AMA is ready. To learn more about the AMA Recovery Plan for America's Physicians, go to ama-assn.org slash time to rebuild. Uh, well, we talked earlier about it was a large health system down in the Houston area. Uh, and, you know, this issue, very complex for a large health, you know, health system like that with many employees. When you think of smaller private practices, you know, how do the rules change in your mind ethically? Yeah, so I think the ethical rationale uh, I mentioned earlier in our conversation, the first do no harm, should really be no different whether you're a large hospital system or a small private practice. But from an access to care standpoint, uh, I would argue that solo and smaller practices may have a greater need to ensure that their staff are vaccinated because their ability to deliver care can be severely compromised if just one or two individuals don't show up for work because of COVID. Well, some uh, health systems are stopping short of issuing mandates. Um, And like uh, states and other entities are incentivizing employees to get vaccinated. Are there ethical considerations uh, in these incentives? So I think giving someone a nudge through a modest incentive seems reasonable. A modest incentive, a modest incentive could be a lunch voucher as a thank you for getting vaccinated. But I think the larger the incentive, the greater the likelihood that one is making a financial decision rather than a health decision. And we don't want to put people in a position to be making personal health decisions that are unduly influenced by personal economic reasons. And interesting, I think the the jury is still out, but uh, some of the early returns on these kind of large state-based systems of large financial incentives, uh, uh, still not uh, definitive as to whether that's uh, moving the needle or not. Um, just uh, finally, last question, you know, what kind of guidance would you offer individuals and groups that are struggling with this decision about mandatory vaccination? Yeah, so, you know, can you imagine where we would be in this country if we did not have safe and effective COVID-19 vaccines? Physicians and health systems need to continue to get the message out 
that COVID uh, vaccinations save lives. And COVID vaccinations have prevented nearly 280,000 deaths and more than 1.5 million hospitalizations in the US, according to a recent study from the Yale School of Public Health. And over the past couple of weeks, however, areas lagging in vaccinations are seeing an alarming rise in COVID cases. And there is usually a time lag between rising COVID cases and increased hospitalizations. Therefore, uh, physicians and healthcare employers need to act with urgency to address concerns and, and, and encourage vaccinations among those in the healthcare workforce who remain unvaccinated. And finally, you know, many hospitals and health systems seem hesitant to mandate vaccinations until COVID-19 vaccines are fully approved by the FDA. So I would end by simply saying that if and when hospitals and health systems decide to mandate COVID vaccinations, they will be standing on solid ethical and legal grounds to do so. Dr. Gao, thank you so much for being here. It's uh, always fascinating to hear your perspective uh, on ethical considerations on a variety of different topics, and uh, this one uh, included. That's it for today's COVID-19 update. We'll be back with another segment shortly. In the meantime, for resources on COVID-19, visit ama-assn.org slash COVID-19. Thanks for joining us. Please take care. This content was originally published as part of the AMA's COVID-19 Daily Video Updates. Find the latest at ama-assn.org slash COVID update. Subscribe to other great AMA podcasts available wherever you listen to yours or visit ama-assn.org slash podcasts. Thank you for listening.